Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Let's Talk Tactics. I'm your host, Zach Bro. Hey, I'm Dan Boone. And I'm Luck. And I'm pissed. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the uh, last class match we just had was uh, actually a pretty fun one. I really enjoyed it, um, even though it was kind of... I enjoyed it because I, I like playing counter quicken with quicken like trying to like play that sort of like chess match back and forth uh but i do understand it is kind of a toxic map when you spawn that close to each other you get keen blade shenanigans you get like quicken or double quicken and i understand that's not fun for a lot of people um but honestly i think there actually was some there were some interesting strategies i saw uh that could have been employed by others if they wanted to and or just uh I, th there was definitely counterplay that existed um the crystal, I did like the crystal placement a lot though. Super aggressive. So, uh, we'll talk more about that in a second. But the reason I'm pissed is the uh, maintenance day. Normally, like, okay, we knew maintenance was coming. That's fair. If you play in slot three, that sucks. You got to wake up early. You got to do something to play it earlier. I ended up playing in the second slot. I wasn't able to stream it, but I did get those matches in because I knew it was coming. Not everybody has that ability though because people work. So, there's a reason there's three different time slots. It's to make sure everybody can play. And the fact that the on a maintenance day, guild battles are canceled for people who have that. And that's a time period of 10 hours straight versus, I think it's 10 hours, but either way, straight, very long time versus having three, like, what is it? Three hour, two or three hour windows throughout the day. Like, uh, guild ba battles are canceled. Class matches aren't delayed or an extra or anything. Already, we understand that exists, but it still sucks that this game mode gets fucked every time because of it. Uh, but the following day, and before I get into this, I understand, well, I understand now that it was in the notices that it was going to end after the second time slot. But why? Why? There were, there were no releases. There were no updates that day. Uh, if there were, it was just like whatever, like a little hot fix or something. There's no reason. That it needed to end early. And then... I'm sorry, but there is zero chance that for a class match, I'm reading the notices to double check that we have all three time slots each day. I'm just not checking that. Like, no one... Uh, if someone does, like, bless you. Like, that's amazing, and I'm glad you, like, care that much to, like, look for this sort of bullshit. Good job, Daniel. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> But why? There's no reason to just randomly choose to erase the last thing when you still have a, like, if they're like, oh, we have to calculate earlier or something. That's not true either because there's a whole week of calculations afterwards. So I didn't get to play my last matches. I still made top 100 somehow, but I was unable to play my last five matches that day because I assumed that it was going to be open for the third time slot where I typically play due to having a full-time job and other commitments in life, like a lot of players do, who spend money on their game. But no, I didn't get to play. Uh, this is what I play the game for. It's what a lot of people actually play the game for, in our community at least. Uh, and it just wasn't... Like, it's it, we, we got fucked. And, it, like, if a guild battle... If the servers went down, and the last, like, hour of a guild battle was cut off, they'd probably just reset it and, like, give everybody back, whatever, and, like, you know, go again, or whatever be raised. They don't even do that. But live PvP? No. No chance. Like... So disrespectful, and like we are second class like players compared to everybody else because we play manual and we make the most out of our units and whatever. Like it's just so frustrating, man. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I I understand I'm a lot more like animated than you guys are, but I, I, how how are you guys feeling about this situation uh, that happened? 
uh, Locke, I guess we can go to you first. But Well, I, I uh, missed out on 10 matches. <laughs> so, uh, like, I missed out on the five matches for maintenance, and then I missed out the next five matches. Um, I just couldn't play during the slot two that I usually play. It was just too busy at work. So I, I, I just couldn't. So I uh, switched over to slot three. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I, I was like, yeah, you know, maintenance is coming. But I'm like, but, but then have, has it been canceled? I don't know. And I didn't have time to check. So maybe if I knew, maybe I'd have done it on auto or something for the, on the second time slot because I couldn't really play. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the third slot, like that one the, totally threw me off. I wasn't expecting that. Like, I don't know if I've done that before, but it was. They haven't. I've only ever played in the third time slot. And I stream all of them. Like, yeah. it's documented that they're always open. And I'm the yeah. last one. This is, like, the finale. Like, oh, my God, grand season. What a grand season. What a fucking grand ending. Like, no. What's stupid? Uh, yeah, sorry. it was... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm disappointed, but I, like... I don't know. I, I'm also, like, well, I don't know what... I mean, I guess for future, they could not do this kind of stupidity, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know what else they can do. So I'm like, okay, I guess that's what it is. Oh, well, you know? Dang. But yeah, I'm not happy about oh, it, but it is what it is. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, uh, seeing the effect that it's had on the the community, the PvP community at large, like um, some words come to mind, like deplorable, um, unprofessional, disgraceful, reprehensible, regrettable, intolerable. It's much better Just, than the words I was using. Right. Uh, it's just, it's, it's just unnecessarily distressing. And uh, really the only reason that I can come up with why they ended it at the end of second window on Wednesday is that like for some, like for whatever reason it, that had intended to be scheduled on Tuesday before maintenance. Um, and, and even then, you're still missing out on the entire third window. Like, you you let the other two windows, like, get their five matches in and then just, like, cut it early. Like, there's there's really no reason for cutting it, um, like you were talking about, uh, cutting it early. Um, like, in terms of guild battles, like, you know, it's like cutting guild battles after, like, the first few hours in terms of um, just, like, how unfair it is to, like, the, the later... Um, participants um it's so, so routine and like, and let's yeah, not forget day one slot one with that 220 oh, cost yeah, right. <laughs> so this is like totally messed up yeah I, I figured i would just like let that slide but yeah this, <laughs> we mentioned it last week um, yeah That's exactly true, yeah. And, and and the whole grand season thing like uh it feels like they just they kind of made that up like uh towards the ends and like who does a season of 11 class matches that's such a weird number like this was class match 11 and they, they, it caps off like i don't know I, I think we're so used to like uh tournament brackets and stuff where it's like you know um you know every i, I don't know 8 16 24 you know 32 um the it's it's just a, a it's a weird number of class matches to end the grand season on um, so yeah, that was weird. Um, and I think honestly, I don't have high expectations for, uh, Gumi changing anything about what's happened. And that's just, um, besides all the words I've already used, like, it's just, it just sucks. And, um, 
it's just it just hasn't been handled well and the i feel like the only way to change this moving forward is just to draw more attention to the community and to be the the loud minority that's like jp i mean i don't know how much of a minority they have over there but like you know how the whales are like you know that they, they're up in arms over to like sometimes the the littlest thing and it may may not even be that little like you know like Dwayne, like the double cost shards or, or like how many you know cost 100 units or whatever um and that's just like the most recent outcry that i can think of um and that's a money one that got reverted like this yeah. isn't even like money based I mean, there's there's so many people in the live PvP community that are like big spenders, or at least whales. Like, so many of us are whales, uh, and so uh, like, despite the PvP community being maybe smaller than you might expect, um, it that's still a percentage of the whales that they're just not um, giving any credence or credibility to. Um, and not paying attention to the live PvP side of things. Uh, so, and, and the worst part is, I don't expect us to change our routines. Like, we're not, we're not like the loud minority. Like I was saying, like, uh, yeah, we like bring things up on Reddit and stuff, but we don't give like a huge outcry on Twitter um, or Facebook or or whatever. You know, you know how they like they draw questions from like the players. Like that happens from like Twitter and Facebook. And I, I just feel like because we're not inclined to be that big presence um like they're just going to continue to walk all over us i i can't even make a call to arms because like we're all just like you know older guys that just want to have fun <laughs> and uh and don't have the energy to to be all up in arms publicly and you know uproariously and stuff so yeah it's just overall just a tragic set of circumstances and the only real way to quote unquote fix it would be to have an additional day, which would have had to have been like Thursday or something, where only people who have played less than 40 matches can play an additional five matches or something like that. Like lock, obviously for you, that wouldn't help because of maintenance day. Mm -hmm. But I can see their argument being, you know, you know, maintenance is a thing and that's yep. time. But for the at least for that third window anyone who would have had to play in that third window typically get those extra five. Uh, and they already track how many matches you've played because you have like the season report or whatever. So it'd be, well, in my opinion, it'd be easy enough to just open it up only throughout the day for the people who haven't played the 40 and they get to play right. up to 40. Uh, well, up to 40 with a max of five that day. So whatever that turns out to be. And, like that'd be a way to handle it. Obviously there, that comes with its own issues where, you know, if people who normally play in three play in one or two, would, would they not be able to find a match? Cause the people, you know, theoretically the people who would be playing those five are the people who missed that last. There, there'd be some other logistic issues, but at least it's something that's at least a gesture in the right direction. But uh, yeah, that didn't happen. But. So a couple of things occurred to me as I was thinking while you were talking, and it, it seems like it actually was ten class matches. There was just there was the that weird like tournament that was why we had the the double like mm -hmm. last time. So maybe there was ten, and like we had eleven because we didn't have that tournament or whatever. Um, so maybe that's why it's this weird eleven. Um, and also uh, like 
I say maybe it's like the tiebreaker, like the, the 10 season. And then here's the cap one where you like can have your chance know. to push your rank up. I don't, um, I don't know. I think I'm more inclined to just be like, just push the grand season one more class match and just do it right next time. And just like, this is kind of a wash. Yeah. It sucks that people missed out on like five or 10 matches. Um, but let it, let the grand season one go for one more class match. And even if you have to have the same parameters in the same map or whatever, like they're no strangers to um, running a repeat of the same, you know, same circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, have a class match 12 and then do it right. Don't screw people over and give people the, the opportunity um, to um, do as well as they did this time, except for better. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird one for sure. <laughs> but I guess uh, unless you have more comments about the debacle, uh, we can just move on to talking about the class match itself. And also, uh, I guess, brag a little bit about our uh, final standings because we, all the three of us did pretty well, I think, um, maintaining Diamond Master throughout. All, I mean, I didn't have Diamond Master the first time. I know, Daniel, you killed it the first class match. You were number, th it was top three. Was it three, two, one? Where were you? Yeah, I was number three. Um, yeah, I was I was tracking for number one, and the guy shut down like my third match on the last day. Um, so I ended up losing it. I, I don't even remember who was one back then. Oh man, I wonder if there's like, uh, do you record your Twitch vods? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say <laughs> you'd have it from way back then, but we could look uh, at the the standings. Oh, yeah, back. That's true. Actually, yeah. I don't have it up right now. Um, but yeah, like I, I know it's, it's something that I was talking about like before we started recording, and it, it was like just feeling bad about not, you know, you know, being one of the only PvP content creators and just kind of not taking it as seriously as the CMs continued. Um, school got in the way, um, other life stuff got in the way. Um, I stopped doing like my five dailies as often. Like sometimes I didn't ever had time, and it's like uh, I could have I could have represented better, but um most of the time i ended up in top 100 um, so you know it, it was i mean it was fun for me but i didn't compete as much as i should have maybe so i guess we'll go with uh do you do you have your like summary in front of you of like i know a lot of people in the pvp server were kind of sharing their numbers um i was gonna say just like what were your what was like your total points and then maybe some of your top finishes like top tens and stuff like that um I do have my summary. Like my total points was like fifteen point seven k, and you know that's that's pretty respectable. I think the top was we can probably expect like seventeen eighteen k. Um, I don't think we can expect much more than that, uh, just based off uh, people posting that we know did consistently well. Um, I besides the number three, I kind of fell off from then. Um, I kind of made it into top one hundred consistently, but. Uh, like I said, I, I never took it as seriously as maybe I should have. I think the, so in front of me, the, the highest I got was like 26 and 27. That was like March and April of this year. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, it was just, it was more fun to experiment with, with different teams. And, uh, as much as I say, like practice, 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 you know, like this is, this is like for those who want to treat it. Uh, competitively you know it's it's like a sport that's an esport maybe where like you know the more you practice the more um you're, you're you keep your edge and stuff um and 
uh, yeah, I just experimented in the middle of class matches. <laughs> so, I mean, it was fun for me, but yeah, I still I still feel kind of bad. <laughs> yeah, for myself, I uh, my top finish was I had one top ten, so I actually didn't make uh, much more than that. It was also that same that April uh, class match. And other than that, I made top 100 most of the time. There were three I slipped on, which I guess makes it like... So the first one, I was I finished plat two. I didn't even make time in master in the first class match. Uh, I remember being very pissed about that, but I came back with a vengeance with Agrius in the next class match. Uh, back at the, the Agrius gambit, if anyone remembers, where oh, everyone had Agrius, and whoever went down the middle in LB first lost. And... Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was I finished forty seven then, and then I had a little off time. And then I had a couple of decent ones. So uh, seventh was my top finish uh, placement wise. Obviously, also by points because I don't think that ever changed. My total was actually a little lower, is at fourteen point eight. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like you were saying though, I had a lot of fun experimenting, uh, especially because like I was streaming a lot of it. I would make bets like if I lost this one, I'd play this character or things like that. Just kind of be you know just liven it up a little bit especially if i was like ever if i ever snapped my streak early i was just like eh i probably can't make like or if i lost like two or three matches i'm like all right i can't make top 10 now as long as i'm top 100 i'm happy so let's just you know play play with a bunch of mish games and <laughs> with no practice that kind of thing that's the other thing too is recently i think experimenting has been a lot more fun because of ex jobs and being able to use these older units and uh maybe lower rarity units that are kind of our niches um Yes, niche, niche, whatever. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's been more enjoyable to experiment, even if uh, that causes a couple losses here and there. Yeah, and a kind of a comment on that, like it's it's almost like we we can only really practice during CM because we know we're gonna find a match, as opposed to just waiting a half an hour <laughs> <Right>. or whatever <laughs> and free match. Sometimes. Also, crystals, dude. Crystals make a huge difference in team yeah, building. Like true. not not <laughs> feeling forced to run bells is a huge deal like you it opens up build possibilities so much more like yeah okay you might not have the agility or something but uh being able to go uh, control the map around the crystals too and kind of like pac-man mm -hmm. gobble them up <laughs> if you have like high movement and stuff uh like i remember there what was that one class match where rangers well okay rangers dominated a lot of them but uh you go, yeah oh no i was gonna say the center one with the, the esper like the square um, oh beast the beast end one that one, yeah. I remember, yeah. like, turn one, I could go up and get a crystal, and then I had double quick and Fred, and I'd, like, gobble up a crystal, gobble up a crystal while barraging everybody. <laughs> it's just so stupid. But, uh, it's Pac-Man Frederica. Um, yeah, but, uh, Locke, what about, uh, do you have your numbers in front of you, or? If yeah, not, it's, I, a sixteen four four four. Uh, that's what I ended up with. Uh, I, so, like, this very last class match, I, I had, uh, I ranked 197 because I missed out on matches. But before that, I was like rank three, and then before that, it was rank three again. Before that, it was rank six. Before that, it was rank eleven. Uh, I think everything before that was like between like fifty to hundred. I think. Uh, yeah, Twenty-one to twenty-four in there. No. Oh, I did. Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got the little screenshot here in case you didn't. <laughs> nice. All right. Yeah. So I um, it was yeah. I, like if if they had. If they had uh, summed it up properly and given titles based on your overall score, I would have enjoyed that a lot more. Yeah. Instead of not getting anything for rank one ninety seven, but again, it is what it is. I don't think they will change anything because I don't I think they would that. want to remove anything from people that they've already given something to. So I don't expect them to change it. But I mean, I did submit a report. Uh, you know, it is. I'm I'm not expecting something, but it does suck. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's crazy that... Yeah, so I guess that's another thing to add on to all this is that the titles were supposed to be given based on the overall, I don't know, like average, summary, whatever, like total points, I assume, of all of your class matches together. And they couldn't even get that right. Uh, and it seems like people just got it based on this class match only, which also, yeah, let's let's list it off again. Day one, window one had a 220 only, the entire team. Uh, maintenance day, missing a slot three. The last day, ending early. Or I'm sorry, ending when intended, but it's fucking early. Uh, and like, it, like those three things alone already kind of you know screw this class match up in terms of like being completely across the board even and it's yeah it's it's a bit silly that that's just another thing i just oh, want to i just want to know their thought process like there is no thought process it's just that's like gumi is so like they never are like transparent with any of their practices or mechanics or well i mean i don't know i don't know about never but it's just it's just ah oh, deplorable. I, 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 you reach a point where it's just like oh, I can't I can't keep talking about this. this is so frustrating. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, so locked it very well <laughs> across a lot of the class matches, and I'm sorry that uh, they kind of you know, screwed you on this one. But damn. Yeah. Uh, I uh, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't doing that great anyway. I, I had like five losses in the first whatever days. I mean, I must have lost two, so six days, five losses. I mean, I, I wasn't rank, like going to be top 10 or anything, maybe like top 30 or 40 or 50 or something, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have ended up... Pro so I ended up at 80 without playing the last five matches. I probably would have ended up in like the 30s, I think. 30s or 20s, which would have been more satisfying, because I think if you're above 50, it was another title, was it? Or, or did... Was the next title top 10 or top 50? Uh, it was top 1, top 10, and top 100. Okay, so I wouldn't have gotten another title probably unless I really squeaked in that last bit, but all right, that's fair. Um, uh, yeah, like my... I started off pretty strong. Like, I lost my first match, which obviously sucks, and but then I went 14-0 with the next... across the next... Uh, the rest of that day and the next two. Then I won, like... I think I won two the next day, lost two, and then won one, so I had a rough day, and then uh, most days I was either 4-1 or 5-0 though uh, towards the end which was nice um, team was pretty disgusting double Zazan Gilgamesh just quick and keen blade it was uh, pretty silly some of the plays that could happen like oh, I had man. I had like three different openers I could use depending on where my opponents were and who the opponents were if they had quick and if I thought they had keen blade and where they spawn etc um, so I think it was a really interesting last match for me what were you going to say Daniel? um I was gonna say something, but like now that you're not around that topic, like it, it's funny, like we, you know, we we mentioned last week about like the first, the first, you know, first window, first day. Like for me, that that two twenty team, uh, I did double quicken Black Rose Helena, and I just kept it. Like <laughs> I didn't even like like just like experimenting with what yeah, else was some espers at least right <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean obviously I flushed, I flushed out the team but um and i changed uh i changed uh, i switched out uh chel for nivlu um you know because she was faster and she still synced well with phoebe and stuff but um yeah it's weird like i think i had like what was it i, I think i had like six 
six losses total. Yeah, yeah. So I went 34 and six. And man, it's this class match more than usual. Like my matches, my losses ended up being more RNG based than I'm used to. Um, like Frederica, like double reflexed and was able to take out my carry before I could really bounce back from that. And that was like one of my biggest uh, like triggers. You know, obviously reflex is always like that and you got to take that into account. Um, but aside from actually, was there another reflex? Um, I missed like a 90% on an LB uh, on like 2B. And that that was like oh god that that gave me another loss like because of you know circumstances of the match afterwards. Um, most of my losses ended up being like some really stupid misses on like Earth evade teams or like evade teams with like Yorzazan and Two B and Phoebe. I think um, so either Katone or Two B and like Yorzazan and like uh, I saw Phoebe a lot. Um, it was it was just it was frustrating like missing uh, on my Black Rose Helena who was like specced for accuracy, <laughs> uh, like missing like stupid like sixty five percent like yeah okay that's a little bit more than a coin flip uh, missed you know lost ninety uh, percent like missed ended up losing um, there was one that stands out and I talked about it on the PvP server and it was uh, it was like a light team it was Yuna Summer Kilfay and Vistral. And uh, because I remember exactly why I lost, I auto attacked Summer Kilfay to kill her with uh, with Niblu um, instead of going for like an AP spending skill, and she uh, mitigated the damage enough to stay alive. So I had to use Helena to kill her off instead of going for Vistral. And because that happened, because I was stupid and didn't use a like a slow shot or something, would have killed her. Um, Vistral was able to come back and like my Black Rose Helena had taken a hit already. She was like 25% or so. Uh, killed Black Rose Helena, killed Nivlu, and then took out Phoebe. I was like, what just happened? Because <laughs> Vistral, like his job 25 skill, like uh, it, it's decent damage. It's called Needle Toss, and it gives him 50 CT. And like we, we had talked about this like back when uh, his ex came out, um, how, how good that skill was. And yeah, it just it carried him and i was like i cannot believe i just let this happen um that i think besides the reflex loss like that was my that was my like standout loss out of the six so at least it was vistral um, yeah yeah you know like it's <laughs> the i don't know if it's ironic but you know vistral being one of my favorite mrs i uh, have used him for over a year you know um yeah i figured i would mention that um but what i was going to say was um, I figured I'd just like give a shout out to the the people that made it, you know, to the top ranks. Um, obviously, uh, we know Leald. I, I don't uh, Leald. I don't know if that's the correct way to say his name. Um, this was his second time at number one, I believe, um, that we've kept track of at least. So congrats to him. Um, but uh, you know, uh, Vinny made it to top ten, I believe. Uh, Zyrees made it as well. Um, and uh, you know Zeke the Seeker, he's not on the server anymore for whatever reason. But, uh, anyways, congrats to them. Uh, even though you know, who knows if you know they just changed the grand season standings, um, so that's not just this last one. But um, despite that, like you know, they did well and they should be recognized. So yeah, congrats. And yeah, just to add on uh, one last thing, you, uh, I, my record appears to be twenty nine and six, so not amazing but you know decent enough to get up there all right so lock what did you play 
so uh oh, i was playing oh no, i'm sorry daniel you'd say where you played never mind that's right because you switched to nivlu is what it was right. yeah I, I i started with um uh what was it Dwayne, phoebe and dinas and this was like a team that could kind of handle like you know most situations uh, especially like you made teams there's a lot of accuracy in that team with Ninas and then uh the black rose Helena, uh vision card uh, and then I had uh, both, like one of them had a marshmallow hat thing and the other one had an Alex ring. <laughs> so... <laughs> a marshmallow hat thing. I don't know what it's called either, but that's hilarious. <laughs> that, you, know, what, you know what I'm talking about. So. I, I do. Yeah. The beanie. Uh, yeah, that. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, I had, I had a, I had like, you know, accuracy all around and like, I, um, I, you know, I some of the, it is like comes down to practice, and like I had tried to practice uh, with this team before, uh, especially on like the regular free match map. But I, I kept getting frustrated because it was so like long, like the map was huge compared to this, so it was so hard to engage with like one quicken. And then I'm like, okay, just forget it. I'll, I'll just like actually play like the CM and just figure it out or something. So there was like some some matches where uh, like I had nine SS TMR. But at the first turn, because of lack of practice, I didn't get to use it before I got charmed. So I'm like, okay, well. And the funny thing is, he got, like, 9S got charmed. And then as he was charmed, he went to the opponent and used that TMR. <laughs> so my opponent has been like, wait, he has this and he didn't use this? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so that was one of my losses. But that was, a, I think it was my third loss, um, where I played against a, a person who used a triple quicken team. Uh, and it was actually, so it was uh, King Kingmont and two Quickeners. But the way that he had done it was that he used Kingmont to use Keenblade on the very first turn, which gives Nivlu a, a ton of AP. She actually, so uh, it's Nivlu, Kingmont, and Phoebe. Nivlu uh, has like the max agility that she could, and then she uses Quicken turn one, and she moves towards the rest of them. Uh, and, and then on Kingmont's turn, he uses Keenblade, and uh, both of them get the extra AP. And then, then quick uh, Phoebe CT? casts. Yes, yeah, sorry. Both of okay, them get okay. uh, ex extra CT. And then Phoebe starts casting Quicken. And now, when uh, uh, the two Quickens resolve, and then uh, Nivlu has like so much CT from the Keen Blade that she's often able to get an extra Quicken in there before uh, your opponents get a turn. So basically, you know, your opponents get. Like me as a player uh, playing against this, I can move all my units once, and then Kingmont gets gets three turns after. Like he gets three quickens off, which is insane, right? Um, and uh, like I actually was able to handle the double quicken because I had like a, a plan for that and, and everything. But the third quicken I didn't plan for, and <laughs> I, I got killed. Who would? I got, <laughs> I got a, uh, yeah, I got like berserked, and then it was over very quickly. And then I was like, hey, this is kind of interesting. Like I I, I want to try playing this. So this was, I think, the last day that I actually ended up playing was the last two matches, like days I couldn't play. And so I switched to it, but I didn't have any practice. So there was like all these like ridiculously stupid mistakes that I made. And instead of Kingmont, I used Dwayne. Um, and the weakness to this team was obviously uh, Evade. And I hadn't seen much Evade until this point, but this point, that day I saw three Evades. Because that always works, happens. right? Like I, I change <laughs> off of my accuracy build or something. It's like, oh, well, here's all the Evade. Jeez. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Yeah, and then even like the non-evade teams, I still made like stupid mistakes. Like the very first turn, I moved uh, Nivlu to Quicken, and then I moved her to a spot that was across from an enemy Corwell, and he just one-shot her. And I'm like, yeah, I should probably not have done that. 
But again, it's like lack of practice and then switching your teams mid-game. Uh, that's what I find. Like that's why I try to like stick to the same team the entire time because I've just gotten like so used to it. Uh, so I I found that I was doing really well with like a single quicken than using like this double quicken mess. And even with the single quicken, I used to use um, uh, keen blade, but I never actually used keen blade the entire I think first three days that I used it. So I switched over to uh, zombie tiermar, like Halloween Rider's zombie tiermar, and on Duane. And that worked really, really well. Like, uh, I was able to do, like, it, it just really worked like a well-oiled machine, basically. So uh, it's funny because I, I, I was like, yeah, you know, double quicken is a good tool to have because it lets you engage. But I've done really, like, way better on uh, CMs where quicken is banned. So maybe I should be advocating for a quick banning quicken. <laughs> <laughs> I think it rewards your game knowledge a lot more to like because you you're able to outposition and more accurately predict what your opponent's gonna do. So if you're a more methodical player, uh, I think that's why it rewards you. Like you you're able to benefit from quickening. Like you you know you can work with that. But yeah, I think there's definitely something to be said for. I agree. I love the the class matches that quicken wasn't available because. Like it was, it was almost more like honest, right? <laughs> I think I that think, team uh, building matters a lot more because all three of your units matter, and how they're built versus just having maybe like one on there that's purely for quicken, and you don't typically do other things with that unit. And if you do have to, it's like a one v three or something because something went horribly wrong. So I think uh, we can look f the the next uh, like null CT or at least the the lack of quicken one. I think is in two months. I think it's Grand Season 2, CM2. And it's like, if I remember correctly, it's the first cost 230. Uh, team, no, team cost 230. Yeah. Um, somebody was talking about, like, first team cost 230 was also no quicken. So, and I think I think they, they expected it to oh, be two months. Never mind. I was like, yes! I can use Gilgamesh Shell and Ice Carry. I'm like, fuck, no quicken. <laughs> 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 That's fine. I'll figure something out. <laughs> Damn. All right. Oh, is that yeah. all you're saying about the class match? Oh, yeah, that, that's uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Um, like, there's benefit in switching things around just because uh, it's more fun. Because that's actually why I switched it around. I was like, hey, this triple quicken thing seems interesting. And I don't know when the next class match is. I'm just gonna switch to it and just have fun. Uh, and I mean, it was fun to like play around and mess with it and all those like evade teams. It was like really frustrating, but, but somehow I won most of them. I only lost one to that like evade team where I just didn't have any chance to hit anything. Um, but yeah, like my advice has always been like, you know, stick with the, with the team that you already thought of. And then if you have to change anything, change the vision card, change the equipment, but keep the team because you, you know how that team works. And that's kind of has worked for me over, like overall. Uh, and when I didn't stick with that, I lost a lot more. So I mean, that's what I expect. But that, that's my advice. Uh, just in the future. I think that advice goes a lot further in these class matches too, where the units are the ones that are limited and not the vision cards in Esper. So you have a lot more play to what you can adjust there, rather than having to worry about the cost of those on top of the cost of your units. So, um, definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, the evade teams are. Like, evade, evade's dead evade's dead bro evade is frustrating like i have so sometimes i have accuracy buffs but a lot of time i i'm not respecting it because i have like one sure hit or i have some like stuff i think i can position behind because like you are zazan i mean he gets behind people all the time um i had regular zazan to charm evade units if i really had to all, unless they're also immune which is very annoying which is both tifa and, and 2b so you know 2b heard evasion 
without any buffs with just her card is absolutely absurd it's unreal how evasive she gets just like basically naturally like she's almost always gonna have her card equipped so it's kind of just like on her stat block and it's it's incredible how evasive she is like a lot of the times i would just kill her teammates and then i would just surround her and i would like steal vision steal time buff up the team gather all the crystals so she can't and just wait for her to run out of ap and then just like try to like auto attack her from behind, auto attack her from the side, or do whatever I could. I would Excalibur to like take her illusion off if she put it back on and like give myself a better chance. But I was just sitting there like rolling the dice on twelve percent and twenty percent, just like <laughs> just waiting to hit. Uh, and it was, it was so stupid. Like Dana, you were talking about missing like nineties. I missed like a I missed a very key eighty eight percent hit in a match, but then against a two B. I used my triple hit on UR Zazan, and every hit has a chance to miss or hit. And I'm like, uh, who's it? Somewhere in like 23 or 31 range. I forget where it was. Those were like the two numbers for that match, and based on my units, I forget who was what. But all three hit. <laughs> I'm like, how do I, how do I hit all three of this and the match that way, and then miss like this, these 88s and 90s and whatever on other random matches? I did not miss the 97 this time though. All my charms hit. So right. That just that reminds me of um, this guild battle a couple days ago. I know this is not really relevant to live PvP, but I'm running a UR Zazan, uh, Summer Lilith, and the Well guild battle uh, team uh, hunting like Cloud or like you know like Lightning teams. And uh, unfortunately, I ran up uh, against a team that had like two B on it. Uh, I'd, like I'd taken out the rest of the the the, the members the the units, you know. But um, anyways, long story short, my UR Zazan. Uh, went to like backstab to B and she reflexed, but the disable uh, still still like uh, was applied. Um, so I wanted to make sure to mention that like even though they can reflex your attack, like this the disable still applies. Um, so that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I was I was like I should probably talk about this. <laughs> That's a pretty was, good it, one to know, yeah. It, it won me the match, and I was like, I cannot believe this just, this just happens. <laughs> uh, I guess actually speaking of status effects, uh, a side benefit, I, I always like, it seems big brain, but really I just forgot it existed until I get to do it. Uh, the example this time being Gilgamesh's EX ability, where he can, where it's magic resist up and charm immunity for like three turns was un real in its usefulness uh i went against so many like normals like og zazans that they are, had very aggressively positioned in the middle where they could just run across the map and charm each like basically turn one um like the first turn cycle but i just walked up and i'm like protective ward or whatever and then it was like oh they're they don't have a unit now that's 2v3 for three turns and then i was able to like actually run at them with these now charm immune units and also that same buff a lot of those teams were Black Rose Helena, OG Zazan, and something else. So you know what also is really good against her? <laughs> Having the magic resist on top of, I believe I had Fenrir in the party. I had something that was giving me magic resist. I don't remember what card it was. But uh, after the protective ward, my UR Zazan had 68% magic resist, and Gilgamesh had 61. So they were just, you know, very good against Black Rose Helena. Unless she had, like, the, the correct gear on to do the magic resist pen but she they just don't always appear so um i was able to take like 1300 from black rosalna hits sometimes because i mastery tmr turn one 
So it's Monster TMR and then like 68% Magic Resistance on Zazan. He would just not care about Black Rosona at all. Um, so yeah, it ended up, there were a lot of like little like minute things that were pretty sweet. Um, yeah, Steel Time. Also, don't sleep on Steel Time, man. Like <laughs> there were some times where that enabled so many stupid things with, <laughs> with the OG Zazan. Like, oh, I can't charm you, but I can make you not take a turn and I can chain you to death. Because uh, an old, a triple hit into Gilgamesh anything is pretty good way to end a life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun this class match. Obviously, my team was a little little sweaty, as they might say, where it's like, you know, I'm using Keenblade, I'm using Quicken, I'm using, you know, 100 cost units and whatever and charming and all this stuff. But I don't know, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Ever since I got the Marshery TMR, this is the only CM that I've not used it. Really? Uh, and yeah, I, I didn't use it this time because I, yeah. I just found that it was a lot more um, useful to go uh, like uh, the original team that I had, you know, with Dwayne, uh, Phoebe, and Dinas. I, I just wanted like it was just like so um, offense oriented that I didn't have like an extra turn to just like buff with that, you know? Um, so instead I used Phoebe to on turn one a buff uh, Dwayne with Protector Shell. So she would have typically used that, but instead she used Protector Shell. And I needed to put um, the uh, Ninus's TMR on on one of Phoebe or, or Ninus, and I needed to put uh, Luel's TMR on the other because I needed that stop resist and I needed that uh, charm immunity because that was like everywhere. And I thought I needed that more than, uh, what is it, more than uh, the uh, Mushroom's TMR, yeah, for the shield. And I think that was the right call. I mean, I, I saw way, way more of those. And with the defenses that I had, that was usually good anyway. Like, it was enough to mitigate the damage that I wasn't really missing the Marshery's TMR too much. Yeah, it's it's less damage mitigation overall, but it's also not, like, removable or dispellable or, like, obviously no one's playing, like, Lucia, but if someone has, like, a, a quad shot or a triple shot or something, like, they're going to take off all of those stacks in one hit. So um, I could I could see that being pretty good, yeah. It's funny you and, and you that. can do it at range, so you, to, like, you don't have the position such that you have to be exactly adjacent, which was mm -hmm. my problem. Yeah. I, I typically could only Mastery TMR my Gilgamesh or my Zazan, because actually my UR Zazan had Mastery TMR, which is the weirdest like choice I made, but I had uh, Keenblade on OG Zazan, and then I had Kane's TMR on my Gilgamesh. So I'm like, I need, I want my Mastery TMR somewhere, so UR Zazan it is, and he went first. You could just buff two and grab a crystal and go from there. I think the the only times I haven't used Mastery's TMR was when I was running like double quicken teams, <laughs> or like uh, the the time I did like Cheese Blade or whatever. Like when you don't need to be a bruiser or whatever, because <laughs> you're just like hyper hyper carries. It was fun to use URs outside as a bruiser too. By the way, instead of like trying to go evasive or something, like actually having him in there brawling was pretty satisfying. He'll still dodge some stuff here and there, though. There were some really funny times where someone's down to, like, a Phoebe or something, and he's just, like, dodge. <laughs> or uh, who's the other unit? I saw another, like, lower rarity that just never could hit him. I don't remember who it was, damn. Also, I feel I like Luel's Timur is one of the best now, especially because of all these evade teams, and it also gives you accuracy and evade. So if you need to, like, evade, it, it does its job. If you need to be accurate, it does its job as well. So The anti tone is real for sure. Yeah. Any other thoughts on the like class match in general? Like, I, any interesting teams you guys saw? I know you mentioned you saw like a Vistral, um, Daniel, and then I don't think there were any like crazy EXs that I saw or like weird like lower rarity units. But I saw a Uni. 
but that uni was level like 30 something oh that's what <laughs> oh wait i think i actually saw i might like, have played what? against that team too actually <laughs> i remember yeah. i saw like a really low level i was like oh cool i get to see this ex i'm like oh they're level like 49 or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was playing third slot so it's probably the same the same uh team that you fought against <laughs> oh that's funny but then you, you kind of looked together um i was trying to remember uh but uh it may just have been long enough i know i say it. it's it's only friday it's only been a few <laughs> days since it ended like, i'm so much has happened this week um since then uh i don't know like most of the teams i ran up against it was it was just kind of a steamroll because of just you know triple turn black roselina is just absurd um like when she can actually hit which is you know usually a majority of the time um so i didn't i mean i confess i wasn't paying uh, as much uh, attention to their team um when they didn't pose enough of a challenge you know um there were i remember like running into people from uh the pvp server like uh like lucky or or cycool and and uh Maijin. But yeah, it was just like they weren't ready for like to double quick in Black Rose Helena. And like honestly, most of the teams, I mean, there's a reason why I only had six losses. Um, but yeah, most of what I ran into was just like Earth of Eight or whatever. And that was just annoying um, in terms of like challenging teams. Um, nothing else really stands out right now. So I haven't used Black Rose Helena much because mine's only like 102 or 105 or something. And I haven't like had time to really grind up her affinity or anything. Um... I got her so late. Is there a reason people don't use her sure hit? Like, because you're saying you had a tough time hitting evasion teams, but you should be able to just sure. Yeah. Hit so, um, like her her accuracy buff buff also decreases like her cast time, um, but it's not significant enough when she's the hyper carry on a double quicken team. Um, like you can't. Oh, so you need the instance because you're exactly right, yeah. Right, so right, like okay. between her LB and her arithmetician skills, like those instant ones. Like I think there was once or twice where I was able to pull off like a Black Rose's Judgment, which is the the shirt, the guaranteed hit, um, and also like um, the okay, I'm blanking on the name. How can I remember the sure hit that like rarely gets used, but like not the not the one with the spirit down like you know burst AoE. Uh, I think spirit down burst AoE is the black rose hex, right? Oh yeah, hex hex. Um, I said yeah. judgment. She only has um, judgment, right? Okay. Yeah. The, well, does she have Kododama? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think she just has the one. Uh, but yeah, judgment, yeah. Uh, yeah. So generally. I just didn't have, I didn't bother with uh, cast time because um, either she didn't have the time to cast it or my quickeners were going again soon enough where it was just like, well, I guess I'm just going to quicken again. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a three tick cast even with her, both of her buffs on, I think. So it's minus 550, so 450, yeah, three. So you guys have additional cast time to only have like two clock ticks and by the time you're still quicken anyway, so. Um, yeah, actually, one team to mention. I faced a double quicken Valentine Salir. Oh, god, that's terrifying! Who had 1,700 something magic, 
You like, said you when you posted that, you said that was turn zero, like pre buffs. There was buffs. no no buffs. Just the game started. I checked her stats, and it was actually yeah. What was the seventeen? Seventeen ten. Was it seventeen ten? Yeah, it was <laughs> absurd. And then that's before like she got to do. I think she has a buff that she can put on herself. The like spirit pen because she's she has does she have coded on sub? I forget what she has. Well, let me find her. Uh, I made so in something. What's that? I mage and uh, I forgot. I mage black mage, yeah. Yeah, that's what. So it is. she has what is what is what is, what is it? Oh, maybe she had a TMR. I think she had a TMR that increased magic or spirit pen or whatever it was, and she just her first shot did like seventeen hundred by Zaza. I'm like, oh, sick! You know, the monster TMR is working, the resist is working, we're good. The next shot, eight thousand, and I <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> That was through a Mashri TMR and 68% magic resist. Uh, ow. Um, cause, cause my turn Garvel's TMR or something to get through it. Yeah, so my turn one was... I, I, a little greedy. I probably should use Immortal Spirit or something, but I'm like, listen, I think because of the way the turn cycles were, I thought I could get... like they the, Their first two things were haste, so I wasn't expecting them to double quicken before I could do Immortal Spirit or uh, re-raise. So I, I did Mashri TMR like I normally would and grab the crystal. But uh, now she, I, I forgot about pulse, um, <laughs> so she got in range uh, when I wasn't uh, expecting her to be able to, and yeah, I, I lost my Zazan pretty pretty uh, swiftly, um, and I believe she is also well, she's not charm immune, but uh, I never really had time to charm her because Zazan also died shortly after to a Nivlu uh, from across the map, and then yeah, it was <laughs> it was rough. Yeah, that yes, team was so. disgusting for uh, i think we're kind of expecting to see like the rise of like tifa and 2b and like on this you know this wind evade punchy team um yeah like valentine salir um whether or not she's on a double quicken team as like the hyper carry um but if you have a 120 valentine salir um you're gonna just like wipe the floor with with tifa and 2b because of just like her detonation blast um uh, guaranteed hit if nothing else like she's she's the ex garvel before garvel gets his ex yeah she uh, she has impressive numbers it is it is insane because she gets the the passive with like the three turn yeah over 60 magic so if you're quickening you have to be careful because that last turn it might wear off after like a double quicken because she takes a turn just whatever but shouldn't matter really you're just gonna wipe people off the map and then you know play fairly after i guess with your with your normal stats <laughs> yeah she's super powerful i am excited i think i have her at 107 or 115 um, I'm, I'm getting there I'm, I'm close once i get barrett uh once he comes out and i get him finished then i'll probably go back and i'll dump the rest of my medals on finishing the rest of my ice units like valric and whatever which by the way we want to talk about gumi things uh valric got reverted i don't know if we talked about it last week no, so he he no longer absorbs 100% HP. Uh, they put it back to what JP was, which is 60. So, so uh, at first they did it without saying anything. And then people called them out and they're like, oh yeah, uh, here, here, here's a, a notice with our, our note. This was not working as intended, blah, blah, blah. But you know, <laughs> they, they'll take that away. It's it's so sad, man. Like they pretend to be so professional and then they just pull this shit like <laughs> over and over again. And it's like, like they act like nobody notices. Ah, fucking. Anyways, um, they shouldn't so, have known. They're not supposed to data mine. So, volunteers. So, uh, so the uh, the energist uh, passive. It's for five turns. So, like, oh, it's the whole five turns. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. still have like a couple turns leeway afterwards, but 
um, uh, it, it shouldn't be too big of a, a deal um, on like a smaller map, um, just because you're already probably up in their face or have already rubber banded back and are ready to rubber band forward again. Um, but I think it's more of oh, a deal. Yeah, it's more of a, it's it's more of an issue with like a, a larger map. Um, just yeah. you know, if you have to run forward, um, and like take a couple turns to get there, and then uh, try to try to do all of the damage. Yeah, she's an impressive unit though. Like she's not, she gets a barrier too. Um, for like the fifty percent damage reduction. So depending on like who you're against, she can actually survive and approach as well without being quickened. So. Really, really cool unit. Uh, looking forward to using her. Especially, I mean, those numbers are just told me seventeen hundred magic, and I'm like, all right, let's uh, let's see what's up. Like, this is insane. Because I think the person had Ramu VC in their party, like for the additional magic, and then they had, yeah, they uh, I think, the uh, dragon on, um, like her, which gives a decent amount of flat magic plus all the ice attack and all that. So, they had the agility as well. Looks like. Are you? How'd you find the? I'm just looking at the screenshot you shared. It shows the party ability. Oh, it has a symbol. Yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Oh, so there's like the boot up, the ice up. There's uh, the the magic <laughs> up and like uh, HP up and something else. Right, right. Yeah, fair. Um, yeah. Uh, let me think. I'm just looking at the list of units again to see if there are any other like weird ones. Oh, I guess one just a note is I really hope. I understand a lot of people will copy teams and sort or do strategies they know are good. Just give it a little thought. Like the number of times I had opponents quickening units that were taking a turn immediately after the quicken. It's like, guys, just pay a little attention. <laughs> Buff or do something or stand still or just adjust. Someone with a uh, Keenblade. They had Eldira and Keenblade. They did turn one, but they're in the opposite corner, so they didn't hit me. They didn't do anything. Like. <laughs> Come on. As soon as they use it, I'm like, oh, sick. I can just run at them now. I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, there's a Seymour, but I don't care. Like, I'll kill him with Zazan. Or I think I ended mm -hmm. up, like, charming him and then, like, disabling the old era or something. But, yeah, it's, it's like, just don't just use a team and just do the thing turn one no matter what. Like, at least pay attention where your, your opponents are. But, um, I do want to... I think I'm going to make a video, though, um, going over... I mean, we've talked about it a lot, a lot, <laughs> but I I still feel like there should be a sort of like master guide for CT manipulation, like clock ticks and really understanding how they work and why they work, uh, because being able to do that on the fly is super valuable. I was able, there was a match where um, I was able to check my opponents, CT, my unit CT, and I knew that if I keen bladed, and I'd never done this before. I, I Keenblade, Gilgamesh take a turn first. I knew that my quicken on my Zazam would resolve after my Zazam went, but before they went. Yeah, All just a, because I checked their CT. It was a light bulb. I, I like it was a moment where like we saw like the light bulb, and it was it was just. Um... It was one of those things where like you see somebody like uh like I don't know you you try to teach somebody something and like maybe it's something they struggle with like math or whatever and like you see the light bulb go off and it's just like <laughs> man it's so satisfying uh, like seeing that as, as i mean i've helped tutor people my entire life so um as seeing witnessing that was just that was a really cool moment and like people in my guild were asking like how'd you like 
what do you mean you knew it was going to go off? I'm like, I, and then I tried to like lay out the general thought process. And as I was typing, I'm like, I should probably just make a video about like how I like do the mental like shortcuts and stuff. And you know, you see, that's why checking agility at the beginning of the match when you're using Keenblade or Quicken is so important because you can quickly estimate how many clock ticks that your opponent's going to have. Like if it's a nine ninety something, just say 10, like they get 10 per tick. If they're at like 101, still say 10. If they're at like oh, oh, what, you know, 114, okay, they get like 11 and a half or something. You can like do these little checkpoints and you have that kind of in your brain. And then you just add up from there and, you know. And also uh, com compare like how fast they're getting CT from their agility based on like your team's agility. You know, like if they're right. outpacing you, like chances are um, like they're going to get turns quicker than you might expect. Yeah, because the math ended up being I, like I was at 45, 45, or 46, 45, but Gilgamesh, or both 45, but Gilgamesh was higher on the board, so I knew that he'd go first. The opponents are at 43, so plus 50 CT puts me to 95. One tick goes up, they're at 53 each, and I'm at, I'm taking turns. So I know that, that in that 53, there's no way uh, they can take a turn within three clock ticks. So I knew that my quicken was instant. So was that, that was like the quick like mental shortcut, and it took like whatever, 15, 20 seconds, but it won me the game because I just cruise across the map with this weird keen played quicken you know, custom combo in the middle of the game that just worked out but uh i, I think it'd, it'd be really cool to see more people using these ct abilities and really understanding why they're using them and when they're using them and being much more methodical about it i had an opener with that uh a very long time ago remember that match uh this that um cm where uh range was like Plus fifty percent missile resist and magic resist. I was just yes. thinking. Yeah. I was about to mention that this that match as well. Uh, please. Yeah. So it's uh, what I did was I had Phoebe be like extremely slow. Uh, I think I put like a really slow Esper on her, and then I had Glacella and uh, 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 Rune's turn. So Glacella had uh, uh, Kane's TMR. So the first turn uh, she would go and haste herself, and then. Uh, I had, what was it? Oh, and then I had, uh, I think, Ruin's turn use Keenblade on both of them. And then, uh, oh, uh, yeah, and then uh, Phoebe would then finally get a turn and she would use Quicken, but Glacial would get to move like twice before, like, or once before the Quicken. I don't know, something like that. But I was able to basically get that Quicken in between. And it was actually in the opening too. But I had to make like uh, Phoebe like extremely slow and I had to take <laughs> off her like uh, speed casting and stuff like that. But it was worth it. I got like three turns from Glacella. And like people didn't see it coming because I only had one quickener, right? And it was like a very slow quickener. They're like, ah, oh, I got time. So Yeah, I got time. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> He's got a time was, mage. <laughs> uh, um I was also running double quicken Glacella at that time. And like we were still seeing like Kane back then, you know. Um my team was Glacella, Gilgamesh, and Chell. And uh Gilgamesh was running Keenblade, and there was this one point where um, like Glacella, Glacella had taken her turns, um, but she had enough CT where like the Keen Blade buff um, was enough to get her to go just before the Kane who was coming in to kill Glacella. So um, Gilgamesh is amazing as a time age that can wear uh, Rob's TMR. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to running him again in the future. Yeah, there's so many interesting things. Like that's that's what I'm talking about too. Like uh, there's the level of just understanding. I need to quick and turn one, and that's all I do. And like if I don't win based off that, I'm screwed. Then there's like knowing how to time quickens and check the clock timer and get those mid game quickens. Then there's like actually calculating CT and knowing these little checkpoints and sort of like I mean that your keenblade thing was. If you had looked at CT, you could have calculated it. 
you just you know it was just one of those no i did yeah that's oh, what did, right. the game and then hey, lock you had this like crazy pre-planned manipulation opener <laughs> which is more complicated than just like like adding haste into the mix because it's a weird 42 percent like extra gain that 42 percent's weird to just mentally calculate like that there are times where i have haste at like 40 ct and my opponent has 50 and i'm like i see i'm above but i'm like i have no idea how much above i'm gonna be like i can i can kind of estimate but the decimals get weird with ct so i'm like i i have no idea how much advantage i'm gonna have when i get there you basically just add four to it's the ct you normally would have roughly yeah but it's still uh like yeah if i have 100 agility i know it's gonna be roughly 14 per thing but it's uh because the decimals in ct are invisible but they do carry over it's like the one thing in the game where decimals actually carry um when individually uh because <laughs> ct's if you look on like the on world missions calc ct is scaled on a thousand it's like rob cmr gives you what 500 it's like 500x or whatever which is really 50 ct in the game but that zero that we're losing like in the game is actually a decimal that we can't see <laughs> so that's why you can go above 100 like if you cap at 102 it, we're actually at, like 120 130 whatever if you keenblade somebody at 80 ct but we don't see it until it goes down later and then yeah, it's it's bizarre. And there's a whole lot of weird stuff with CT that's sort of like mystified. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's honestly one thing that's really been exciting me though is like being able to do these things with like I'm trying not to do like cheese blade, but keen blade mid game and being able to actually understand that CT has been really fun. So the 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 value keen blade as we've called it before, where <laughs> it's not, not cheese blade, it's a value keen blade. <laughs> it's all marketing, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Whatever makes me sleep at night <laughs> with with my keen blade usage. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, any other thoughts on this class match? I think we are just gonna talk about class match today, and we'll cover all of the Final Fantasy VII goodies next week. Um, otherwise, this cast will go for quite some time. So, um, I guess spoiler: I mentioned earlier, I will be going for Barrett, and probably nothing more, unless Tifa shards are super easy and able to get her up there. I don't know though. I'm kind of running low on Mog medals and such, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to uh, fully ex her. Uh, but again, I'm not particularly like super keen on them. Besides, uh, just getting my ice mastery up, and maybe I'll mess around with Barrett a little more. I feel like there's always the units that I'd never hear about from JP always makes me almost more interested. Like, what can I do that nobody else found? So we'll see what I can do with Barrett. But yeah, um, uh, so I, I know we already did like a shout out to the the people that did well this class match. Um, I don't know if it's too early to like tease the next one, uh, but I'm just gonna go into it anyways. Um, we're looking at uh, total team cost five forty. Um, we confirmed it was area resistance plus 30, um, and that's it for parameters. And it's the it's graveyard three, which is a weird like the center is is like a, a raised height kind of thing with like different stairs going up and down. Um, so check that out in the PvP server if you haven't had the chance to yet. Um, obviously, we have another I don't know three four weeks ish until you know we expect the next one to land. You know, third week of September ish. Um, uh, but yeah, nah, you know, you know, it's not healing down. Uh, there's you can <laughs> all the CT manipulation you want, so it's kind of it's going to be a, a bit of a wild card, uh, more than we're used to, you know. Um, I was going to say something else. Oh yeah, uh, so in terms of 
the Final Fantasy VII Remake banner um, and, you know, recent class match stuff for, for you guys watching. Uh, feel free to let us know how your matches went, uh, any frustrations or comments or, you know, sharing in the frustration, please uh, feel free to do so. And, uh, yeah, let us know what you're looking forward to uh, in terms of next week or, you know, how you, how you did with uh, Cloud and Tifa. Um, I'm looking forward to covering that next week as well. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any other uh, comments for a class match. Um, uh, yeah, ex looking forward to talking about Cloud and Tifa as well. And I'm also really excited for Aerith for live PvP. I think she's going to suck yeah. for, for manual. Uh, sorry, uh, for auto. I think she's going to suck for auto, but I think she's going to be like really, really good for live. So kind of interested to uh, talk about it as well. Tune in next week. <laughs> so water units are good. So lightning units are good, which means my earth units are good. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, we're gonna we're gonna focus on ice for a while. But yeah, uh, I think uh, that wraps us up for this week. Hope you enjoyed. I've been Zach Bro. I've been Daniel Boone. I've been Locke. We'll see you next time with Final Fantasy Seven stuff. <laughs>